We know you're seeing all the Mother's Day gift guides everywhere. And while we usually do some Didn't I Just Feed You version, this year we have the one perfect Mother's Day gift that works for everyone, even our last minute shoppers, mylifeinabook.com. Mylifeinabook.com is a unique service that turns the life stories of people you love into a beautiful book. Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send your gift recipient a question via email. These can be pre-written questions that they provide, or you can customize the questions the way that I did for my mom. Your recipient can either type her response or use their voice-to-text feature. Mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. I'm really excited to be creating a book with my own mom this year, and I can't wait to hear some of her childhood memories, what it was really like raising three kids as a single mother, and how she's enjoyed becoming a grandmother, too. And when the book is done, you'll have a beautiful keepsake for her and for you, too. You can even choose to have an audiobook created from the recordings. It's easy to sign up, and the process is automated, so you don't have to worry about missing a week. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code D-I-J-F-Y at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code D-I-J-F-Y for 10% off today. This episode of Didn't I Just Feed You is sponsored by By Heart. Longtime listeners know that Stacy and I both struggled with infant feeding stages with all our kids. Breastfeeding was hard, and choosing a formula was, well, also hard. We're thrilled to be working with Byheart, an infant nutrition company on a mission to make the best formula in the world. Not only is Byheart an easy-to-digest formula, their formula is also clinically proven for easier digestion, less spit-up, and softer poops versus leading infant formula. By Heart has their own patented protein blend that includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio, just like an early breast milk, which is tailor-made for a newborn's digestive system. Curious about By Heart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with code D-I-J-F-Y for a limited time. That's byheart.com slash podcast and code D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You. Additional terms and conditions apply. This week's episode is brought to you by our friends at Briars, America's favorite ice cream brand. You can say that again. Uh, say what? That Briars Carbsmart is one of our latest sponsors? How <laughs> silly that they're our friends. Because any brand that serves up unbelievably delicious frozen treats with just three to five grams net carbs per serving is like a best friend. Okay. I think that makes us our listeners' best friends, too, because we're serving up a discount. Hop on over to briars.com backslash didn't I just feed you to grab an exclusive savings on CarbSmart at your favorite major retailer. Cooking quinoa, cooking barley, cooking couscous ahead of time in a big batch and either like making the vinaigrette and having it separate or honestly dressing everything because then the barley like really gets seeped in with that delicious vinaigrette and then chopping up some veggies and like beans and having that all ready to go is such a lifesaver. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding kids. Hey, I'm Stacy. And I'm Megan. This week's episode was highly, highly requested by you guys. Easy summer sides for your cookout or backyard barbecue. 
And Stacy really didn't want to do this episode. <laughs> well, it's funny because I feel like I feel like this can be quick and dirty and to the point because part of why I didn't want to is because I feel like we touched on a lot of this content already, but what I really reflected on is that it's in different places. It's in a salads episode. Yes. It's in a how to prepare veggies episode. Yes. So like, let's bring it all together. We might be referring you to other episodes and other show notes just so we don't like reinvent the wheel, but let's like pull it all together because I think the point here is that we're all grilling more. Grilling is really easy. It's relatively quick. It doesn't mess up our kitchen too much. And then it's like, but what's the point if now I'm like making like a thousand things on my stove for vegetables or for sides, right? We want to make the sides as easy as possible to match up with what your goal is, which is to keep grilling and cookouts simple. I am so glad to hear that you've changed your tune a little bit. I'm excited to talk about this one. But before we get started, um, don't forget to subscribe right where you're listening. And if you find yourself with an extra minute, leave us a reading and a review too. We love to read them. And also those readings help more busy home cooks find us. Okay. You know me. You know that like we grill out 90% of the time during the summer. And we actually just did like a huge backyard renovation so we have a ginormous and glorious patio to grill out on and to eat at so we're doing a lot of hot dogs on the grill a lot of burgers we have a whole episode about grilled chicken and i've been taking your advice and making more chicken burgers but i do understand that sides are tricky and i think a lot of us are really like we throw corn on the grill sometimes or like sometimes we'll make a pasta salad Sometimes we'll just cut up a watermelon and open a bag of chips and call it a day. But I'm curious because you don't grill as often. What are some of the things that you do? Like if you're going to a cookout, you know, pre-quarantine, pre-COVID, like if you're going to a cookout, what do you bring? Or like, what are some of your favorite super easy summer side dishes? Okay. So it's interesting. This summer we are grilling more because Mike has taken on more cooking responsibility. What's up? Round of applause. Yay. So, um, you know, I hit a wall at some point in quarantine and like we all did had a breakdown and was like, oh, my tears feel so sorry for me. I feel like it's especially (laughs) hard when you love cooking and it's your work when you start to hate cooking because you're like, oh, this isn't the way it's supposed to be for me. Like, how can I inspire others when I feel this way? Like, I haven't empowered anyone else enough to get in the kitchen and cook and help me. Like, oh, woe is me because feeding my family and my whole work self are all wrapped up in this one little messy ball. And I'm like, I hate all of this. It's too much. So In true Michael fashion, if you give him something to do and he doesn't really want to do it, first he'll resist. But then if he's like, fine, like I'm I'm doing this, the man jumps all in and he gets serious. So a special grill, a new grill, a new smoker, like four grilling cookbooks. He had me texting you and like, okay, like what are your favorite (laughs) grilling resources? Like new spatulas, new like he set himself up. So we're grilling more, but he's 
the guy on the grill, which actually makes it a little easier for me to talk about the sides um, because that's more what I'm responsible for. So I tend to lean on a lot of grain salads. And we talk about this a lot in our salad episode, which I really hope people will listen to because it was so much more than just like how to make lettuce and cherry tomatoes and cucumbers taste good to your kids. Like Like we we barely talk about lettuce, actually. Yeah, (laughs) like we got deep. But cooking quinoa, cooking barley, cooking couscous ahead of time in a big batch and either like making the vinaigrette and having it separate or honestly dressing everything because then the barley like really gets seeped in with that delicious vinaigrette and then chopping up some veggies and like beans and having that all ready to go is such a lifesaver and it helps with lunches the kids can help like scoop their own at lunchtime i can quickly scoop it and then like go shovel it at my desk that's what i've been doing a lot of i'm gonna just very quickly say i think the basics are great dressing i like adding beans you want to have your grain i think you want to have cheese because uh duh but the cheese you would add separate like as you scoop it out and portion it out like finish with feta cheese. Like don't, Yeah. sometimes it's yummy if you let the feta cheese like, or whatever, crumble cheese sit in there and marinate a little while, but like not too long. I like adding it on top. And same with like pepitas, sunflower seeds, chopped nuts, adding that. Also some kind of pickly thing. Like I know your vinaigrette is going to give you a nice like acid flavor, but like chopping up pickled red onions. Like one of our favorites is just quinoa that's been cooked and cooled, salt and pepper, nothing else. Diced prunes, pitted prunes, chopped salted almonds and chopped up uh, pickled red onion. All tossed with like a little lemon juice, a little red wine vinaigrette and olive oil. Like that's it. And the longer it sits, the more delicious. Sometimes I add feta cheese on top, sometimes I don't. And then fresh herbs too. And if you mix fresh herbs into the salad, that's great. But I would also finish with some fresh herbs when you can. And that's convenient because the fresh herbs will also, they will steep in that vinaigrette, which is good, but you get a different kind of flavor when you add the fresh, fresh on top as well. I want to say we do that salad a lot and we use fresh cherries instead of the dried prunes in there i like your style yeah it's not always the most like as attractive because you know the cherries kind of like bleed into the quinoa and if you throw the feta in there too early same thing so like kind of all becomes one color but it's super flavorful and i also want to say you know if your objective with like trying to find easy sides is cooking less and you have some meal prep time. You can like batch cook those grains and freeze them for future grain salads. And there's also no shame in buying like frozen cooked quinoa or rice or even those like vacuum sealed where it's like pre-cooked and all you have to do is like toss it with a dressing and cut up some vegetables and side is done. Girl, I'm so glad that you brought up pre like store-bought grains because I also forgot to mention that sometimes... I'll get like a pre-made three bean salad at the market and then I'll just toss some cooked and cooled quinoa or barley into that and mix it up because then like the vinaigrette's already there. Like it's all there. I'm just adding grain for extra heft. So smart. 
Can we talk about bean salads while we're on the subject of like green salads? Because I know you like to add beans to your green salad, but oftentimes I'm just like taking a can of chickpeas or a can of white beans and turning those into like a quick side dish, whether I'm just like chopping up some cherry tomatoes and some cucumber, some pepperoncinis and making a sort of like Greek salad. Or one of my favorite things this summer has been a can of white beans, grilling a couple of zucchinis, like two or three large zucchinis, grilling them so I get a little char and a little soft, they become a little bit softened. A red wine vinaigrette as the dressing and then putting like a bunch of parsley, like literally a whole bunch like a ton it's almost like the lettuce of the salad and then a ton of shaved parmesan and that's one of our favorite side dishes for grilled chicken or grilled pork tenderloin and i think you could like use that formula of like a can of beans a grill a quick cooking grilled vegetable a punchy dressing and some dry cheese and then like a ton of herbs for anything like any combination all summer long that sounds so good and i love that you're adding a ton of parsley it's funny at first you were like a lot and i was like i can't believe she's not saying ton that's her favorite thing to say (laughs) and then like your last one was like i mean like a ton of parsley um that's so good i love that and (sighs) i'm really glad that you brought up zucchini because every summer so much. Every editor in the whole world will either so much. request or ask you to write. <laughs> I've been on both sides of this, like zucchini recipe roundup. There's so much. And grilled, yes, but marinated zucchini salads yes. are delicious, delicious. And no cook. Yes. And just a great way to use it up. And also a really fantastic side for grilled foods. So two things I want to mention because we d- we are doing a garden this summer and so we have literally a ton of zucchini, yes. which is probably why we're grilling it so yes. often. Um, that's why so many people search for that. It's like you think you're just growing like, oh, I'll get like one zucchini and then it's like 24 zucchinis a day for three weeks and you you're trying to, you can't give it away. Zucchini bread all the things. I love to caramelize zucchini, which like you cut it like in a very thin, almost like a julienne, like a thin matchstick. Yes. And then cook it very slowly with butter and a little bit of olive oil. Like you caramelize onions and it sort of like breaks down and gets all this color. It's not like, listen, it's not super attractive color-wise, but it is so <laughs> You're like, so do not flavorful. write to me and t- tell me about it. Yes. But like that on top of grilled garlic bread, like oh. I could almost eat that as a meal by itself. And then also like, sh- I know, like you were saying marinated zucchini salads, but all manner of vegetables, including zucchini shaved. So you're making like a, sh- like taking a p- vegetable peeler and almost making like ribbons of zucchini noodles that like we'll do carrots that way cucumbers that way you you know parsnips although they're not really in season there's so many vegetables that you can shave with your peeler and then just toss in a really great um vinaigrette or your favorite like creamy herby dressing that's one of my favorite sides of the summertime and cucumber too. Radish and cucumber are great that way too. Like either to marinate or in a creamy dressing. You know, Kelly Foster, who we had on in January, she wrote the 
Probiotic Kitchen. She has this great recipe we'll link to in the show notes on kitchen, which is literally like super ripe tomatoes, ripe cucumbers, and just like cut up and dressed in mayonnaise. And it is like a really, really delicious salad. It's especially delicious with Duke's mayonnaise, which you know is my favorite. (laughs) Yeah. But when, talk about like an easy side. You don't have to cook anything and it goes so well with any manner of grill to dinner. Delicious. Let's talk about like cold pasta salads, right? Let's. So there's the, I know you have a tip on this and I think maybe you shared it in the pasta episode about like how to build a good classic pasta salad. Yeah, we. I have a couple recipes we'll link to. One on the kitchen is like without the sort of creamy dressing. It's more like a vinaigrette. And my favorite thing to do is make sure that you like have a little bit of your vinaigrette ready to go and cool your pasta in it. So it like soaks up a little bit of the dressing without making it mushy, like as it's cooling. And then I think I also have one for like a classic pasta salad with a creamy dressing. I don't remember what the hot tip is there, but. Well, well, the people have to go back and listen. They do. So um, let's talk very quickly about shapes. And then I want to talk about like pasta alternatives. I'm thinking like soba noodles. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking zoodles. I'm thinking rice noodles. Because I think that a great pasta salad side for grilling and summer food is uh, one that's served chilled. And all of those make really delicious chilled salads. And it's great because you can prep the elements ahead, which is so great. Yes. Okay. But first, shapes. Pasta salad shapes. I think you have to go classic, small, like small shells, orzo, macaroni elbows. I have not had very much success with orchetti because it doesn't like... I agree. I don't know. It's always ends up seeing like weird, crunchy almost or like, yes, yes. like a little too toothsome. Yes. Like it doesn't quite get there. It's like something about the residual heat or like eating it while it's hot takes care of that. Ditalini. Is that how I want to say the little yeah. two pasta? I Tini love tinies. those for shell or for pasta salad. So yeah, anything kind of like a small shape, I think is really great for pasta salad. And I do think that there's kind of like a formula how about, wait, Feel- Rotel or Rot- Rotelli, different brands do it different ways. Yeah. like it's not a, my a spi- favorite. Like a spiral. I'm not into it. Yeah, I think it's, it's actually like-, like a medium size pasta and it's too big to go with like a lot of the veggies you want to put in I agree, pasta but salad. Mostly used for like an antipasto style, like, yes, cla- true, true. you know, Italian or Italian-American style pasta salad. What would you use instead of that for that? Because I don't love it either. But whenever I'm going to make something like that, where I'm using like, you know, uh, banana pepper, salami, I'm going to do a red wine vinaigrette, oregano, like, you know, roasted red peppers chopped. I always grab that just like yeah. out of reflex, Ooh. but I don't love it. I don't know. I don't know either. Hey, listeners group. <laughs> they want to hear from you. Yeah, like some people use bow ties. I like that even less. So, oh, I could get, yeah, I could get away with the bow tie there. But also, it sometimes does the thing that Orchetti does. Like it gets crunchy in, in the middle of the bow tie. Yeah. I just feel like you can't go really wrong with a macaroni elbow. I, you know, macaroni elbow to me screams like classic mayo picnic salad. Like, yes. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> the other way um okay but let's talk about other kinds of pastas we could probably go on to 
pasta shape <laughs> for way too Forever. long. Forever. <laughs> yeah. I've never, you know, what's funny. I just think this is like a funny observation. I would never use spaghetti for a cold pasta salad, but I love a soba noodle or yes. a ramen noodle salad that's cold. And totally. It's kind of the same shape. So what's the deal with that? I don't know. That's a really good point. I never put that together, but you're, you're right. Like it, a cold spaghetti salad. <laughs> <laughs> let's, make, let's make that a trend. Let's just like try. You want to do it? Yeah. Let's like do cold spaghetti salad and see how. <laughs> we'll get, I feel like it'll be like the hate meal that what's her name? Bev Cook Scott once when she was like to make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, oh, yes, you yes. just freeze the peanut butter and sheets. Cold spaghetti, you guys. You uh, heard it here first. This is summer science oh of 2020. Can we Why do not? that as the Let's newsletter recipe? Let's see. Let's see what happens. Yes. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> soba salad is one of my favorites. You know, I have a recipe and make it easy. We can share that. It's been published a million times over. Won't make you buy the book because instead you should be buying winner, winner, chicken dinner. Um, I'm going to do that all summer. <laughs> Do you think way, we'll ever like bundle the book so we can just buy both at yes. one time? I think that's a good idea. That's we a good idea. That. Okay. But I use what I call lunchbox vegetables. So they're the, like, even when we're not in lunchbox season, we are not, yeah. not even camp, very sadly for me. Bell pepper, cucumber, carrots, these all go great. And you just cut them in sort of matchsticks so that they, they mimic the shape of the long soba noodle. Um, and some scallion and a really simple like ginger vinaigrette. It's delicious. So good. I feel like we need to give our listeners more things that they can actually put on the grill that count as sides, not just like these cold salads. But first, let's take a quick break and hear from this week's sponsor. Hey, Megan, what do you get when you put together a frozen treat with great ice cream flavor and only three to five grams net carbs? One happy Stacy. <laughs> How did you guess? I thought it was more mysterious than that, but fine. I can be honest, I'm basic and proud. I want to keep my carbs low because you all know by now that doing so makes me feel better, but I want my ice cream too. Hey, it's kind of like having your cake and eating it too. At least it used to be, but now thanks to Briar's Carb Smart, enjoying delicious frozen treats and keeping it low carb actually work together. They do, and just in time for summer ice cream season. With flavors like chocolate fudge, peanut butter, caramel swirl, and more, I can stock up on tubs and bars to treat myself all season long and then some. Me too, and I don't even care about counting carbs. <laughs> I just love how tasty CarbSmart is. Even my kids agree. Mine do too, but it's kind of annoying because I keep eating my stash. Stacy, you already got delicious low-carb frozen treats and you want to not have to share with your kids too? You can't have all the cakes and eat them too. Uh, I guess you're <laughs> right. I'll just have to stock up on more. Join me by grabbing your exclusive Briars Carb Smart discount at briars.com backslash didn't I just feed you and taking that savings to your favorite major retailer. Okay. Grilled veggies, yes. But also there's other ways to cook veggies on the grill, right? I feel like this is going to be your area of expertise, but I'm thinking of like foil packets. 
Love a foil packet. Actually, that's a great way to not just do veggies, but like you can cook orzo and quinoa in what? a veggie packet. <laughs> yeah. Stop. We'll share a couple Stop. recipes for sure. You have to do like individual portions. Like you can't just do one giant one and you need the right amount of liquid and you'll do them like over indirect heat. So like a medium heat on your grill or not directly over the coals on um, a charcoal grill. But you can totally cook like orzo and some cherry tomatoes and whatever other veggies you want to throw in there in a foil packet as a side dish on the grill. You seriously blew my mind. No way. You knew that. I swear to God. I swear. No, I swear. I mean, it makes sense. It's the same principle as like cooking anything in papillote, right? You wrap it in paper and then you get the heat. Like, yeah, it doesn't even have to be direct. You're using the side of your grill that's on lower heat or the shelf, whatever. It's the same idea, but it never, it freaking never occurred to me. Okay, I'm so happy to have blown your mind. Yes. Um, let's see if I can do it again okay. in this episode. <laughs> well, I have a really great, actually, a recipe I love and we cook a lot, actually, as a meal. These, like, sweet potato, black bean, corn, basically, like, a Southwest foil Yummy. Packet, which can be dinner, or you could do, like, grilled chicken or grilled fish or pork tenderloin on the side. So we'll link to that for sure, um, because you can just do you know, straight veggies and beans in a foil packet. Gosh, I love a foil packet. Also, I feel like I just want to shout out carbs on the grill in general. Like I love grilled sweet potatoes, whether you cook them whole, which gives them like a super concentrated sweetness and a little bit of smokiness. It does take a long time. So it's better for the nights when you're going to cook a spatchcock chicken on your grill, which we have a whole episode about grilled chicken that just recently aired. So you should go back and listen to learn how to do that. But then also slices of sweet potato, if you sort of slice them the way you would for those like sweet potato toast. So you're making long rafts, I want to say, of sweet potato and then grilling them. They get beautiful char grill marks. And then I like to toss them with sort of like a sweet, savory sauce of like a little chili crisp, maybe some rice wine or chili crisp and honey and rice wine vinegar. So they're like spicy, sweet. Um, The kids also like them just buttered. You can do baked potatoes on the grill and they're incredibly delicious. But also you can make bread on your grill. Like doing a no need focaccia and cooking it on a cast in a cast iron ah! pan directly on your grill. So good. Also, just get like the store-bought loaf already buttered of garlic bread and sticking that on a grill sometimes like makes the meal, right? Like even if you're just doing classic barbecue chicken and you're doing corn on the cob, those are like very no-brainer grill dinners. And then you feel like you still need like one more thing to round it out. A loaf of garlic bread is the way to go. It's the move. That's so, so smart. Totally. Crisping pita on the grill. Yes, because I know you you prefer like a little low carb. And so sometimes you'll do those flat out breads or something like a little less dense than garlic bread. Yeah. And it's great because then like putting, you know, having some sort of grilled protein and then a side of like grilled bread and hummus or grilled bread and a marinated bean salad. Like that's a full meal. That's beautiful. And there's something about grilling the bread that makes it feel like it's different than just like throwing a package of pita in the table, in the middle of the table. That's basically what you're doing. Yeah. And it's really delicious. Yeah. Are there any unexpected sides that you grill? I think we 
like side vegetables that you grill. We grill a lot of fruit and turn that into sides. We do too. More than I think I talk about. Like, of course, I'm grilling zucchini. Of course, I'm grilling corn. Um, But also putting peaches and plums on the grill. So good. Apricots are good too. Really, any of the stone fruit. And then serving them with like some chop, like some toasted pine nuts and either a soft goat cheese or feta cheese, which you know we both love a really easy and sort of fancy feeling side dish yes and also um grilled cheese so halloumi is probably like the easiest most common but that makes a really good i sometimes serve it as an appetizer but it can be a side too you have some grilled protein some bread and then you take grilled halloumi and chop some like tomatoes and cucumber and olives and just drizzle it right on top that's a really quick beautiful side too Okay, is there anything we forgot? I'm sure there is. Our listeners are going to let us know in our listeners group. They always do. That's why we love them. And just like a real quick review. We have a salad episode. We have a whole sauce episode, which sauces are the secret to like raw veggies as a side dish all summer long. We have two now grilling episodes. We have a whole episode about pasta. Have we done an episode about beans yet, Billis? Jeez, I don't think we have. We got to fix that. That's We've crazy. Fix it. Okay, but we talk about them in pretty much any episode. Yes. <laughs> any and every episode. Oh, oh and we also, have an episode on how to prep veggies so that they taste good. There's a lot of yes. great tips there. Um, I was also going to say we have a nacho episode, <gasps> which if you haven't made nachos on the grill yet, I mean, I know that's not a side dish, but it could be. You can make like cheesy chips with all the veggie toppings in a little foil packet, not closed, but like a little foiled dish to go along with like your grilled skirt steak just saying i like it just saying yeah and we talked about like i really want people to go back to the salads episode especially do it because it like that's really where it's at summer produce is delicious it's easy it's peak season get the right elements to your salad like that great dressing and something pickled, you know, something brined if you don't want to do it yourself. Tons of fresh herbs, which are also in season right now. Like these are all things that combine easily and you only need a few of them. It doesn't have to be elaborate that go great with all the kind of grilled mains that we're cooking up so much these days. On that note, on that note, make sure you subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You and also to our newsletter. We send two out every single week. One has a bonus recipe that you don't want to miss and also our favorite weekly finds. You can subscribe to our newsletter using the Instagram link in bio. On Facebook, we share the link. And also you can go directly to didn'tijustfeedyou.com. Uh, speaking of Facebook and Instagram, you can find us on both of those platforms as at Didn't I Just Feed You. We would also really love to have you join our private listeners group on Facebook. You can join with the code word whiskey or by telling us your favorite cocktail. And I think you promised that's where the best conversations are happening. Our music is Good Old Times by Alex Cohen, provided by Jim Endo. A huge thank you to our editor, Samantha Getzik. I'm Stacy, And I'm Megan. Stay sane and well fed. Until next week. A lot of kids in my school say they don't like broccoli, but I don't agree with them. I think broccoli's really good, especially when it's roasted and it's nice and buttery. It tastes so good. I don't agree with my friends at all. Broccoli.